0: Welcome to the Beginner Photography Podcast. Today, we're going to pick up a few new habits. Hey, I am Raymond Hatfield, your host. And if you're new here, I am your new photo friend. Welcome. I know that uh, for many of you, you you love photography. You want to get better at taking photos. And to do so, you probably look up blogs. You look up YouTube videos or even podcasts like this one for the newest trick. Or, you know, that one tip that is really going to tie it all together together for you but not all things about learning photography are technical many of them are they're actually personal so today we are going to break down some of those habits uh, that you can use and adopt that will help you to become more of you know more than just a, a a snapshot shooter but first This episode is sponsored by the fine folks over at FreePhotographyPresets.com. Oh, wait, that that is me. That's right. If you use Lightroom and you want a bit more pop to your photos, you want your images to stand out because, well, they're just not doing so for you right now, then our 52 free Lightroom presets are here to help you get closer to the vision you saw in your head when you actually snapped the shutter. So, again, you can grab your free 52 Lightroom presets over at Free Photography They work on a desktop. They work on mobile, iPad, everywhere. So grab them now. So when it comes to habits, habits, I would define a habit as something you do in the hopes to make that thing a part of who you are. You know, people have habits to read for 20 minutes a day because they want to become somebody who reads. They have a habit of jogging because they want to be somebody who jogs. They have a habit of, you know, getting up with their alarm because they want to wake up early. Habits are the uh, conscious work, I guess, that you put into making something an automatic or, or a subconscious task. It's just something that you do. And with anything in life, you know, the level in which you want to achieve in photography is going to be different from the level that I want to reach. So our goals, you and me, they're different. And that means that our habits would be different, too. But today, I'm going to share some, some some starter habits (laughs) uh, to get you on the right track to being the person that you want to be a photographer. So let's get into it. I got five habits for you here. And I'm going to have them all listed in the show notes. So if you are driving, don't worry. You will be able to access these later, of course. So habit number one is to bring your camera with you everywhere. And I'm sure that if you have been anywhere on the internet and looked up any photo tips, I guarantee that you have seen this one probably a hundred times, right? So do you do it? Oh, you don't? Uh, Well, that's exactly why it's on my list because – it is that important. When I had first got into photography, I, you know, I honestly, I didn't want to be that guy with a camera everywhere. I didn't want to be the person getting looks, people wondering what I'm doing. Like, I just wanted to take photos. Like, I'm not doing anything crazy. Like, don't, don't pay attention to me. (laughs) So to be honest, I just didn't, I didn't bring it with me places. I didn't bring the camera with me. And instead I would just use my, my Motorola razor flip phone to take photos. Do you know how bad I wish that I had better quality photos of you know my friends than than on a on a flip phone? Now today that's not as big of a, a deal because you know we have good cameras in our phones. But I think it's easier today to carry a camera than ever before. Honestly, cameras are smaller, cameras are lighter. They don't you know they, they just don't take up as much space. And on top of that. I was, I was worried, as I said, that people would wonder, like, what is this guy doing here with a camera? But today, we understand as a society that everybody has a camera, a good camera on their phones, meaning that if somebody wanted to take some nefarious photo, they would probably just use their cell phone to take that photo so that they could blend in, right? So now, whenever we see somebody out with a, dedicated camera, I don't know about you, but my first thought is, oh, they must really love photography to, to, you know, lug that thing around with them when they already have a camera in their phone. I think that camera phones made people's perception of seeing a, you know, quote-unquote real camera switch from, hmm, to, oh, cool. So, go ahead, put on your camera strap, and just carry your camera with you. In fact, I even... I will give you permission not to use it. I give you permission to not take any photos because I know that if you carry it around with you long enough, eventually you will want to take a photo. So just go ahead and do it. Just do it. Just sling it around your shoulder, walk around, bring it with you everywhere. All right. Habit number two, review your work. I am personally a a big fan of looking forward rather than looking back. I think to me, uh, looking back on something is always, it's just always painful because if something good happened in the past, well, it's, it's gone from the present. You no longer have it. And if something bad happened, well, you can't go back and change anything. So I always hate hate looking back, but the idea of i think reviewing my work, I think that's why it sounded so horrible, you know, the first time that I heard another photographer talking about it, and I don't remember exactly where I've heard it, honestly, it doesn't matter like it it it's just such it's good advice, but i point is I held off for 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 years, honestly, actually this is reviewing my work is is a relatively new thing for me as I really didn't start doing it until after having already started the podcast. And I remember the moment very well when when it happened. It was because somebody in the Beginner Photography Podcast Facebook community, um, I think they were feeling down about their images from the first wedding that they shot. And they had said something to the effect of like, oh, you know, none of these wedding photos that I took look anything like what the other photographers, uh, you know, that, that she followed on Instagram, what their photos look like. Well, I knew that the quality of my work had become better since since my first wedding. But it wasn't until I went to go grab a photo from that first wedding to show her and say, hey, you know, I've been there. I've been in your shoes. I know what this feels like. And it wasn't until I saw that photo from that first wedding that I realized, oh my gosh, how much further I had actually came. I surprised myself. And I'm not saying this to toot my own horn or anything, but it's simply to tell you that, you know, if you keep shooting, you will inevitably get better. Meaning that your next photo will always be better than the last. So now, after Every single shoot, the habit that I have adopted is to ask myself, what went well during the shoot? What did not? How can I be better next time? And then I look at the images, you know, that I took from that shoot. And I essentially just ask the same questions. What works, you know, from a composition standpoint, from a lighting standpoint, from a posing standpoint, what does not work? And what can I change for next time? And then, if you do that consistently, you're going to notice a pattern. Now, for me, I, I've always loved documentary images. So, you know, I mean, I think of, uh, I've always had this, uh, like, growing up. You know, when I thought of a photographer, I didn't think of a wedding photographer. I didn't think of a commercial photographer. I always thought of that photographer who, like, followed the band, you know, their entire tour or, you know, followed the team from, from last place to, you know, world champions. Those documentary images of somebody who was there and they lived through it. So, you know, when, when you think of a, a documentary image, it's typically, it's typically pretty wide, so I would shoot a large percentage, a large percentage of my weddings at 17 millimeters on a full-frame camera, thinking that it would tell a large story. But wow, it is it is really hard to capture compelling emotion at 17 millimeter. It is just so far away. Let alone do it consistently throughout the day. I mean, you really have to get very close to somebody to fill up their you know, face enough to read that emotion, to feel like you're there. And then because it is so wide, you just, I mean, the face is distorted. It just doesn't look very good. So today my widest lens is a 35 millimeter. And that came from constantly reviewing my images and my sessions asking what went well, what did not go well and what can I do different next time? So, That's habit number two for you to adopt. Review your work. Now, habit three. Habit three is when in doubt, just shoot through it. I have this horrible habit personally of just giving up when things aren't perfect. Like I will spend hours making a perfect plan so that I can have this, you know, what I imagine to be this easy to follow step-by-step plan. Just just a little roadmap. I just I just follow this little plan that I spent hours working on and everything will fall into place. But then one thing goes wrong and every part of my plan after that moment just I, I it just gets given up on. I just give up. Now over the years, I mean this has happened my entire life, you would think, Oh, I would just stop making plans. <laughs> but no, no. No, my brain doesn't work that way. I double down on my plans and try to make an even more foolproof plan. But those just fail too, so, you know, I don't know. Many times, if, if, if conditions just aren't perfect, it, uh, I don't have the right gear. It will be the wrong time of day. Um, I just abandoned the entire idea. Poof, Gone. And then I leave with nothing. Like, okay, I'll give you an example. This morning, this morning, I looked out uh, the window. It was before sunrise. And I thought to myself, we're going to have a beautiful sunrise here. I am going to take out the drone and just get a nice little sunrise video, you know, flying over some uh, mowed down cornfields. That's what I'm going to do. But it was time to take the kids to school. So I packed up the drone and thought right afterwards, right after I dropped them off, I'm going to fly the drone put the drone in the car and by the time that i had got the kids in the car and we drove to school it's not very far away the sky had changed from that beautiful red glow to honestly i mean it was an equally beautiful sun like yellow sun feel that that warmth that you get but did i record anything no <laughs> why because the the sky wasn't as beautiful As it was five minutes ago. So again, rather than leaving with something, I left with nothing. Even though that something would be less than perfect, it would be more than nothing. So today, like I I still, I still struggle with this. I mean, I've, I've, I've mounted GoPros on my camera several times to record a session to show you, to take you along with me so that you can see how I pose, how I look for light. But then it comes time to, like, use flash or something, and, you know, that it, it needs the, 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 the hot shoe mount where I mount the GoPro. So I have to stop recording on the GoPro so that I can use my flash trigger. Or I don't use flash and then I become unhappy with the photos. Remember, mastering photography settings is a journey and this guide is your first step and the perfect resource to guide you towards finding the right settings for your style. So grab your copy today at perfectcamerasettings.com and start your journey to better photos. Again, my, my, if my plan is not perfect and it doesn't go to a plan like the way that I want it, I just abandon everything afterwards. No more I have to stop this you have to stop this stop worrying about you know not having the the 50 millimeter 1.2 lens or not having image stabilization in your lens just do it no more progress over perfection we have to figure it out if you feel lost just keep shooting through it when you lose motivation shoot through it. When you're unhappy with how a shoot turned out, book another one right away. Shoot through it. Don't think that it's your gear. It's not your gear. Don't buy new gear. Don't buy a new camera. Don't buy a new lens. It's not the gear. Use the gear that you have. The same gear that you carry with you everywhere. I went through quite a period where I was just very unhappy with my work. It felt, I don't know, stale. And I just couldn't, it just felt like I couldn't capture any good light. Now, normally that would be the point to where I would just quit, but I already had quite a few sessions scheduled, so I couldn't back out. And eventually I got out of that rut because I kept at it. I reviewed my work, even though I wasn't happy with it, and I kept at it. So when in doubt, just shoot through it. All right. Habit number four. You need to save your inspiration, save your inspiration. The journey to learning photography is, is a strange one. you you know, you, uh, before you have a camera, you see images that you love, you want to recreate those images. So you buy a camera and you're so focused on learning how to use your camera that you have to ditch all of your inspirational ideas until you do feel comfortable shooting. And then you have to train your brain again to become open to inspiration. I try to find inspiration in many things, but my brain is, it's not made for collecting stuff. So when I see something that I want to try or explore, I have to save it. Now, I use a program called Notion to form, it's like a life database, I guess you could call it. But you could easily use just the Notes app on your phone. Just create a folder. Just of, you know, photo inspiration and put your ideas in there. Screenshots, articles, or just, you know, write down some ideas. You know, something that you want to try. Whenever that inspiration hits you, whatever it is. If it's a photo, if it's an article, or if it's something that you have to write down, document it. I have a few photos saved in my uh, iPhone's Photos app. That doesn't roll off the tongue. Um, but I sync that folder with my Apple Watch. So when I'm at a wedding... I can look real quick for some inspiration without being on my phone. That's big for me. I don't want to be at a wedding on my phone. So for me, before every wedding or an engagement session, I will look through that folder of inspiration and pick just three or four ideas and then talk my way through them. Word for word, what I will tell the couple when I show up so that I'm prepared to create something great for this couple. Now, it might be possible to, you know, consistently capture things, great photos without an inspirational photo or folder, but it just won't be as cohesive or consistent or easy. Sometimes you have an idea or inspiration that just can't be saved in a screenshot. It's like an article or a podcast. When you hear something that stands out, you have to give it context. Will it help you with posing? Like the free downloadable posing inspiration guide that you can find over at photoposingguide.com. Creating a vault of specific ideas will help you to remember, you know, remember them when when you need them most. So suddenly, you have a list of articles, you have a list of podcasts, a list of websites, all focused on uh, the business of photography, on social media tips for photographers, or lighting ideas, or posing inspiration. So that when you need help, you already have the resources. You just go grab it. So whatever you want to use, Notion, the Notes app, Evernote, if that's still a thing, whatever it is, you need to have a consistent habit of saving inspiration. All right. Habit number five, you're going to call yourself a photographer. Now, I have been taking photos for for years. Decades. Yeah, I guess you could say decades. Now maybe the photos from my, you know, from 20 years ago weren't anything great. They were just simply snapshots with a disposable camera, but the point is I've always had some sort of camera with me. My friends look to me to take photos or ask for advice. I've always been some sort of a photographer. I guess that's what I'm trying to say here. But but shortly after moving to Indiana, I took a job and like so we moved to Indiana and I knew like I'm going to pursue wedding photography once we get out to Indiana. But I took a job at a logistics company while I started my photography business and my wife went to school. While on our honeymoon, we went on a cruise and while we were waiting to get off of the boat and enjoy a day of fun and beautiful and warm excursions, we actually met another couple from Indiana. So we talked a bit and naturally they asked us, you know, what do you do? And I said, I work in logistics. And my wife looked at me. (laughs) I remember beating myself up for saying that. We became friends uh, on Facebook, um, and wouldn't you believe it, a year later, they got married. And I couldn't help but wonder, what would have happened if I would have told them I was a wedding photographer? See what I mean about, you know, hating to look back on the past? I absolutely hate it. I mean, I was shooting weddings. It wasn't a stretch. I was trying to grow my photography business, but... Something in me said, you know, by calling myself a photographer, I would be devaluing all of the, you know, quote unquote, real working photographers out there. I mean, sure, I've been taking photos for me for years, but I never went to photography school. I never took any workshops. I never attended any classes, nothing. I just took what I learned in film school and applied it to a stills camera. But I wanted it. I wanted to be a photographer. And I knew that it was going to happen for me. So why did, I, why did I say I work in logistics? Regardless, I want to do something for you right now. As a representative for all of the working photographers out there, I am granting you permission to call yourself a photographer. Go ahead. Try it out. Say it. No, no, no. Out loud. Come on. Out loud. Say, I am a photographer. Look at your passenger if you have one. Triple points if you're an Uber driver. And shout to your passenger, I am a photographer. Now insert your name and what you shoot. I am Raymond. I am a wedding photographer. Feels good, doesn't it? Well, keep it up. I'm giving you that permission. So let's go ahead and recap our five new photography habits that you are going to adopt this year. Habit number one, you're going to bring your camera with you everywhere. Because bringing your camera with you places, you're going to see things a little bit different. How can you shoot that with intention? And even if you don't take a photo right now, you will. I promise you, you will. People aren't going to think you're weird. Habit number two, review your work. This is a big one. If you want to go somewhere specific with your photography, if you want to grow, you have to recognize what you didn't like previously. Habit number three, when in doubt, just shoot through it. As you heard, I still need help with this. This is something that is going to be a long battle. But if you can consistently shoot through it, even when you don't feel like it, even when conditions aren't perfect, you won't be able to help but grow. Habit number four, save your inspiration. You get it everywhere. You're going to see a beautiful photo that, you know, somebody posted in the community group on Facebook the beginner photography podcast that didn't roll off the tongue. And you're going to say, wow, that light is absolutely beautiful. You're going to screenshot it and you're going to save it to, you know, whatever Notion, the notes app on your phone for inspiration, so that you can come back to it and explore that idea later. And habit number five you're going to call yourself a photographer. It doesn't mean that, you know, you do this full time. It doesn't mean that this is how you, you know, earn your income or that you go on wild excursions all around the world or that you've been doing it for a hundred years or that you work for National Geographic. But you take photos, right? You take photos. You're a photographer. You're a photographer. Say it. Ultimately, we do not rise to the level of our dreams, we fall to the level of our habits. We are our habits. So the key to photography is not shooting to the right or whatever photo tip of the day you know you heard. The key to photography is to do. I want to hear from you. What habits will you be adopting this year to become a better photographer? Is there a habit that you practice right now that I did not mention here today? Let me and the others know in the Beginner Photography Podcast Facebook community. Just search Facebook for Beginner Photography Podcast or there's a link on the homepage of beginnerphotographypodcast.com. Remember to grab your free 52 Lightroom presets at freephotographypresets.com. And until next week, shoot more today. Be better tomorrow. Talk soon.